Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello everybody, I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to the Great America Saturday Show. Great to have you with us. Senate Republicans seem to have finally had a belly full of rhino Mitch McConnell, several senators looking to remove him as Senate leader after his disastrous border bill farce. Among those senators reportedly Ron Johnson, Ted Cruz, Rick Scott, and J.D. Vance. The Senate's still advancing a Ukraine, Gaza, and Israel aid bill after the Republicans blocked the border bill. The Marxist Dems calling it a border bill, but two-thirds of it was funding for Ukraine. The $95 billion aid package is almost guaranteed to fail in the House. And the Supreme Court this week started oral arguments in the case to keep Trump off the ballot in Colorado. It didn't go well for the Marxist Dems. Justices Kavanaugh, Gorsuch, and Thomas, all skeptical of the Marxist Dems' arguments, all skeptical in particular of the attorney representing the state of Colorado at times, questioning him and seeking just one example that he could provide that would allow the 14th Amendment to be used to keep President Trump off the ballot. Needless to say, he failed. Our first guest today is intrepid investigative journalist Laura Loomer. I'm a big fan of hers. I was a guest last week on Laura's show, Loomer Unleashed, and she brings a bright, honest, fresh look to every issue she takes up, every subject. And I just want to compliment you, Laura, and tell you I'm a big fan. Thanks. I'm a fan of yours, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we got that going. No, it's definitely a sewer. I mean, you know what they say, if it it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck and it walks like a duck, it must be a duck. And if it it looks like a sewer and it smells like a sewer and, uh, well... I guess it's not uh, walking, right? It's flowing like a sewer. Then it must be you fill in the blank, Lou. So uh, (laughs) that's what these people are, right? That's what these people are in Washington, D.C. So 
Uh, no, it's, and it's not just from the Democrats either. It's from the Republicans. It's yes. not even like a one sided issue. The filth is coming from both sides of the aisle. And I think now we're at a we're at a breaking point where the American people, a lot of them are starting to wake up. They're starting to see, too, that, no, it's not just Joe Biden and the Democrats. It's the Republican Party as well. Yeah, and I don't think there's any. Well, actually, the polls are pretty, uh, pretty indicative of exactly that. But I don't think there's any better indicator of it than the fact we were watching uh, this uh, awful Marxist regime of Joe Biden's uh, turning tail right now, Uh, turning tail in terms of at least the perception of the American people. They want them to think they're going to do something on the border, that they're going to reverse their policies on the border and illegal immigration and all that they've done to destroy this country over the last three years. But it's it's really simply another awful uh, piece of uh, chicanery, uh, deceit, uh, duplicity. And I don't understand how his poll numbers, he's got the lowest numbers since Jimmy Carter, but I don't even get why they're this high. Do you? (laughs) No, I mean, look, I think that uh, the the Democrats are desperate to create the illusion that Joe Biden has a high approval rating, that Joe Biden is, you know, doing well when you even see the hosts on MSNBC or MSDNC, as I like to call them, and CNN now openly saying, well, you know, uh, Joe Biden is in cognitive decline. And I really hope that the Democrats have another plan. I mean, these are hosts. You, you just saw Joy Reid the other day. She had a massive uh, open mic gaffe where she said, oh, here's Biden starting another effing war. So you get to see how these people really feel about Joe Biden. And they're reading a script and they don't even believe the script that uh, they're reading. And they're starting to actually go off of script. Uh, I think now. Uh, Also, too, you see a lot of Democrats who maybe they can't bring themselves to actually support Joe Biden. And so a lot of Democrats are now supporting Nikki Haley because she's essentially right. A a Democrat, when you look at who's supporting her and the policies that she's pushing. So uh, it's certainly going to be interesting to see what happens going into 2024 and whether or not uh, the Democrats uh, nominate somebody else because the way that the DNC has their rule, their rules structured, they don't even need to go through a primary process. If Joe Biden steps down or he somehow dies or, you know, something, something happens and he's not the nominee, uh, they could, they could just, uh, take a vote internally amongst themselves with DNC leadership and they could install whoever they want. And a lot of people have talked about whether that's going to be Michelle Obama, whether it's going to be Gavin Newsom. Uh, But I don't see how they plan on putting Joe Biden in front of the nation Uh, in a couple weeks from now. We have the State of the Union address. The guy can't even finish a sentence without mumbling. He was just photographed yesterday at the White House with what appears to either be Depends diapers or a catheter sticking out of his pocket. I wish I was making it up. And uh I, I posted the photo on my twitter account but what are they going to do around the time of the state of the union what's going to happen it's a prediction it's you know we could ask the question what's going to happen almost every day couldn't we i i mean we're moving toward the state of the union as you say the state of the union is obvious i think as you say the american people are awakening uh, and the state of the union is clear Right now, I think for most Americans, uh, at least reasonable and open minded and clear eyed uh, Americans, we are is exactly as President Trump said, we are a nation in decline. Uh, And you look in any quarter of this nation 
and you see it, whether it is uh, the infrastructure, the streets in major cities, whether it's the crime in major cities, uh, whether it is the air we're breathing, the air quality is declining. Uh, we are a nation with real trouble, and we've got a a, a puppet president who simply uh, his masters, uh, the Marxist genius uh, geniuses they are, throw up on a border. They don't want to. They don't want to negotiate an end to the Ukrainian uh, Russia war. No. They want a two state solution for crying out loud. And Biden is talking about a two state solution within uh, within literally days of the October 7th massacre. I, I, they're out of their minds. They really are out of their minds. Well, they're out of their minds. And I mean, just look at what they're trying to do now. They refuse to have a border bill. They don't want to stand alone. And it's Republicans as well. They refuse to have a standalone border bill without attaching Ukraine aid to it. Uh, today, uh, just an hour before I, uh, I came on your on your on your show, uh, 150 House Democrats voted to not deport illegal aliens who drive dr drunk and endanger people in our communities. And so you also see that um, there was another uh, resolution that was brought to the uh, floor of the House for a vote uh, to uh, deport uh, members, right, of mm -hmm. Hamas and Hezbollah who have somehow, you know, made their way into our country after participating in uh, in uh, the October seven attacks. And you had Democrats vote against that. You had you had Rashida Tlaib and Cory Bush vote against that. So these people are now openly supporting terrorists, people who uh, are supporting the October 7 massacre of Israelis. And it sounds so crazy. People listening are probably like, wait, what did she just say? I'm going to have to go look that up. Yeah, it, it's just a clown world. And it's really scary to see that they're not even trying to hide it. They're actually supporting the people that are, you know, openly killing Americans coming across our country illegally and people who explicitly say that they support uh, Islamic terrorist organizations and the killing of Jews and Christians. It's very unsafe. I don't think that maybe they do. Maybe I'm not really giving the American people uh, the benefit of the doubt, but I don't really think the average person quite understands yet uh, what a national security risk this is. We are at risk of being attacked and having another attack in this country that is going to bring us to our knees or completely destroy our country. I, unfortunately, I agree with you 100%. And I think, by the way, to your point, I think the American people agree with you as well. We're talking with investigative journalist, great American, Laura Loomer. We're coming right back with more. Uh, stay with us. Lou Dobbs here. I'm delighted to let you all know that the program Lou Dobbs Tonight has returned to the air. That's right. Lou Dobbs Tonight is back. We're live each and every weeknight at 7 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Central on rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. That's rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. I hope you'll be joining us for Lou Dobbs Tonight as our fight to save this country has only begun. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back talking with Laura Loomer. And Laura, thanks again for being here. And let, let's turn to Nikki Haley because she is the... The persistent, uh, distant cousin who keeps showing up for dinner, uh, and and seemingly uh, she's she's going to carry this thing through. At least so she says. Uh, I have never seen a worse astroturf candidate uh, than Nikki Haley, and by the way, that includes uh, Ron DeSantis. Uh, he's second, but she's. I was going to say really right even worse than Ron DeSantis. I think that gets the uh, the worst uh, award for most astroturf campaign. But yeah, no, Nikki. Haley, for sure. I mean, at least Ron DeSantis tried to create the image that his donors were mostly Republicans, whereas Nikki Haley is now openly taking money from Biden, Obama and Hillary Clinton donors. She's not even trying to hide it. Yeah, she's not trying to hide it, I think, because she's got that new mansion she uh, built or bought down in South Carolina. Uh, she's got bills now, and she's uh, she's paying them off quickly with uh, all of this establishment support. I, I don't know why in the world uh, the Republican Party does not react. There, there, there is no standard in the party. Uh, there is Ronna McDaniel, Ronnie, <laughs> Ronna Romney McDaniel, is a sad excuse for a for a chair of the RNC. Uh, by the way, the leadership of the Republicans on the Hill not any better, really, uh, maybe worse. Uh, it's a terrible time for the for the party uh, in terms of the RNC. And I can't understand why we are still putting up with this nonsense. It's outrageous. Well, you know, the RNC doesn't have any leadership, right? They're, they're currently in Nevada this week, Las Vegas, Nevada, for the RNC winter meeting where Ronna Romney is making the case for, well, we're, we're so broke as a party because I spent all the money on my Botox. And I'm not just saying that to be provocative. If you look at the reports, she literally spent RNC funds on Botox. I, oh I mean, I wish that I was making this up. It's not some kind of mean girl petty attack. You look at the RNC expenditures, she spent money on private limousine services, on alcohol, on designer clothing, on spa services at medical spas and plastic surgery clinics. And, and then the RNC has no money now going into a presidential election year after they entertained this waste of a GOP primary. And now she's talking about how, oh, well, we need a credit line of $10 million. So. Yeah, the RNC doesn't have any money. The people that are bringing in the money are people like Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis who have soaked up hundreds of millions of dollars of resources. I mean, look, we just got the FEC reports yesterday that show that total uh, never back down or always back down, as I like to call them. Ron DeSantis's PAC spent over one hundred and thirty million dollars. Nikki Haley's PAC has raised, you know, close to close to that amount as well and and spent it as well. Add up all that money. That's money that we're not going to have going into the RNC coffers that could have otherwise been used to support Republicans and support Trump. Uh, that's certainly not money that's going towards supporting President Trump either. So 
we are going to have a serious funding issue. You've already seen that Speaker Johnson has raised less than $5 million. And Hakeem Jeffries, the House Minority Leader for the Democrats, just announced that for 2023, he raised over $123 million for Democrats. So Democrats, once again, are going to go into a presidential election year better funded than Republicans. And, um, you know, I blame I blame the RNC leadership. Ronna Romney refuses to resign. She refuses to resign. And it's it's now going to put everybody at risk. I, I, th- I think I think President Trump has to call for her resignation now. Uh, this is a, this is a to me, it could be a fatal weakness, uh, a, a vulnerability that we just cannot afford in this election year. Uh, I think he really has to call for her resignation uh, and insist that the 168, uh, uh, I, I don't know, Don Jr., you name it, who, whoever you want to put in, uh, because they will be better than her. But we really need a, a serious, serious leader doing real things like creating ground operations and getting it straight with the Democrats, that they're not going to be extending voting times and seasons, uh, that we're going to have a rigorous, a rigorous oversight of this election. What do you think? No, I, uh, I agree with you. And that's the problem, right, with the RNC is that just like in 2020, they didn't they raised all this money. We raised close to it was almost a billion dollars when you add up all the money in the aftermath of the stolen election they didn't really get you know adequate lawyers in my opinion they had no oh, day operations uh, as of as of today today is today is uh, february 1st right i mean you you can you people can verify this i'm not just saying this there is not a single plan that has been announced by the rnc for a strategy going into 2024. They haven't announced any ground operations or field offices yet in support of President Trump or for Republican victories going into 2024. And this was the same problem we had in 2020. And so they're making the same mistakes. They haven't prepared. Uh, we don't have uh, any plan to combat mail-in ballot fraud. We don't have any plan to combat uh, big tech and dark money. I mean, these are still problems, right? The big tech companies are still funding uh, all of these nonprofits and groups that are then violating their nonprofit status and transferring hundreds of millions of dollars uh, to political operatives. Uh, this is a violation. Where's the House GOP to call for investigations into uh, these nonprofits that are uh, funneling funds to political operatives? Right. We we saw this now. This is exactly how all the lawsuits and the lawfare against President Trump is being funded. It's being funded through 501c3s that are actually paying political operatives to keep Trump off the ballot. And they're doing it under the guise of philanthropy and charity. It's coming from groups like Arabella Advisors. It's being funneled into groups like Crew, uh, right? That uh, that funded these uh, funded these uh, these efforts to remove Trump from the ballot in Colorado. These are all Democrat political operatives. And even though the Republicans are in control right now of the House, you don't see any investigations. And I want to know why. Clearly, they're in on it. They don't have any plan to secure our elections. Yeah. Well, you have to think they're in on it if it's, uh, you know, it's if it's February and there hasn't been an impeachment, there hasn't been any uh, any real substantive achievement on the part of the 118th Republican controlled Congress. We are now well past a year of that. Uh, and to your point, 
not a I'll just say it straightforwardly, not a damn thing to show for it. Uh, without the investigating committees in particular, uh, James Comer, uh, we would be in real trouble right now in terms of the agenda that uh, they initially enunciated. We're talking with Laura Loomer. We're going to talk about how Laura and I are going to create a, a major pack, uh, create a shadow RNC uh, <laughs> and uh, show people how it's supposed to be done when you attack uh, the so-called opposing uh, party, the, we the Marxist Dems. We should do that. You know, we should definitely do that. We'd, we'd be way more effective and we wouldn't squander all the money. I mean, well, look, not all of, if, all of it, if, the but, you know, that, learn, if, if the Republicans want to learn how to play offense, right, I'm happy to teach them. It, it's just funny, too, when you look at it, because it, it, it's it's a joke, but it's also not a joke, right? Because yeah, exactly. look, at, look at Ronna Romney, her senior advisor is a guy by the name of uh, Richard Walters. And this guy is getting paid. He's getting paid twenty six thousand dollars a month. I mean, what is what do you need twenty six thousand dollars a month for? Right. To be a senior advisor, uh, to be a senior advisor to Ronna Romney. What does a senior advisor do for Ronna Romney? I didn't realize that the RNC was getting advised. I didn't realize that uh, the RNC had any strategy because yeah. their strategy is so piss poor that uh, I thought that they were just shooting into the wind. I didn't know. And so yeah. that's that's why we don't have any money, because some Yahoo is getting paid 26 grand a month to follow Ronna Romney around to her plastic surgery appointments and to hold her shopping cart for her at Neiman Marcus while the party burns to the ground. Up next, former DOD official Cash Patel joins us. He'll be with us to talk about how he's saving the republic. Stay with us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thanks for staying with us through that quick break. Our next guest is Cash Patel, great American, great friend, an amazing guy. We're delighted, as always, to have the opportunity to talk with you, Cash, and great job in Nevada. And if you haven't bought Cash's book, Government Gangsters, please do. It is a great book. We recommend it highly. Let's start, Cash, with the most exciting thing that you've done lately to save the republic. Well, if I can be singularly selfish, first of all, it's always great to be on any platform Lou Dobbs is on. And if you haven't caught his new TV show, you got to watch it. It's awesome. His interview with the president was amazing. Um, it was actually informative, which is a rarity in media. <laughs> I thought <laughs> but, you were going to say a rarity for me. I... No, no. <laughs> of course not. 
but I am actually at home in Nevada because people forget that after um, New Hampshire, the next caucus is Nevada, not South Carolina. Right. That's the next primary. And that's not for another two weeks. And I don't want anyone overlooking Nevada. So I'm here on the ground. Hopefully, President Trump's going to be back. I was with him in Nevada a week ago. And we're going to get the caucus going. But, Lou, uh, you might be able to appreciate this more than anyone. This state is led by a corrupt bunch of establishment rhinos who have allowed for a Nevada primary to exist two days before the Nevada caucus. And do you know who's on the Nevada primary ballot and who isn't? Nikki Haley's on it. Donald Trump's not. And we have had a caucus out here for 40 years that delivers delegates only via caucus. And on February 8th, we're going to get the masses out for Donald Trump. But here's what's going to happen in the media. CNN's going to print, oh, Nikki Haley wins Nevada when it's completely meaningless and an election rate con job. So I'm here here working against that and working to ensure President Trump uh, does extremely well out here in Nevada on caucus day. On caucus day. And but the primary is first. How did we end up with a situation where he's not on the ballot? It through these political legal gymnastics that I don't even understand and can it could all be eliminated if the statewide leadership here just said, we're not doing a primary anymore. It's completely meaningless. But they send you a mail-in ballot, Lou, get this, to every home in the state of Nevada for the primary. And so you get to fill it out and no one knows what you're filling it out for and you submit it. And then two days later is the actual caucus where Nikki Haley's not even on the ballot because she didn't bother. Um, and we're going to hopefully have all the delegates for Donald Trump. Well, that's that's great. It, it sounds like it sounds like everybody out there is deaf and dumb. I mean, <laughs> especially running the Republican Party out there. I don't uh, mean to cast aspersions, but the, uh, is there any possibility that they have failed an IQ test or are, are on the take? Which of the two would you say is more? Well, I think important? it all ties back to the rhino establishment class, greater bureaucracy. That is the Republican behemoth. I can tell you this personally. The aren't the, the GOP folks in the state of Nevada like Mike McDonald and Seagal Chatta and those folks, they get mm-hmm. it. They're dialed in. They're all for the caucus. They've been out supporting President Trump. They've been doing it since day one. We haven't had much help from the greater RNC network um, because, you know, they were just out here using our great city of Las Vegas for their winter wonderland. Yeah. Well, they, they, they must have enjoyed the party while they were there. Uh, <laughs> and I, I don't want to see the bill because looking at the other bills, I don't know how much Botox is left in Las Vegas, but it could have been consumed in one uh, meeting. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I love the fact the president has said uh, it's time for a change. I, I am so happy just to yeah. hear those words, even if they were on a side, even if they weren't emphatic. Uh, but there it is on the record. Uh, and Lord, let's let's make some changes. Your thoughts. Look, I'm a fundamental economics guy when it comes to, hey, let's go raise money for good causes. Maybe mm-hmm. the people that take this money in should spend it for good causes. I'm wholly against an organization that is supposed to represent our conservative values and raises millions of dollars and then go spend $360,000 on flowers in one year or $1.6 million on private jets. And Lou, you know what ticked them off the most? It's that they were exposed for this corruption. And when Mm -hmm. you look at the DNC, not that we're ever going to pat the DNC on the back for anything, but did you see the comparisons? They spent like 5,000 on private jets and like 400 bucks on flowers. They put money back out, not in winter wonderland bonanzas in Las Vegas, but they put it out to the candidates that need it at the state level. And that's the difference. 
I wonder if they if there are the same election rules that apply to the RNC as uh, do candidates, because what I'm thinking is all those big donors for the Democratic Party are running in all that big iron to pick up uh, Rana and her, uh, you know, her uh, makeup crew uh, <laughs> to get on to the next thing uh, and, and not having to account for it. Uh, is it a different rule uh, for the RNC than, say, the candidates or the uh, the PACs? I think the RNC qualifies as almost like a 501c3, right? And so they oh, get thanks. to they get to come in there and every, every yeah, they have to disclose their their uh, their their how they distribute money. But the thing is, no one until the state of Nevada local re GOP representatives called them out on their fiscal irresponsibility. We actually put forth a, a a motion, a resolution, as the RNC calls it, for fiscal responsibility. Do you know what happened in the winter meeting, Lou? It didn't even make it out of committee. <laughs> that's how many people at the RNC are on the take, as you said earlier. And that's the problem. Everybody's in on it. All these consultants and all these fees and everybody's getting paid from everybody else. And nobody cares about putting the mission first. You know, I, I can't believe there aren't enough big dogs in the Republican Party to make certain that we're not spending all that money on so-called consultants. And it's not like a, we've never had an election before and had to campaign. Uh, right. I would think that there would be someone who would have uh, uh, institutional knowledge, I'll put it that way, about how to run a campaign. But then again, I reflect on the people that uh, are the leadership of the RNC, and I, I slap myself for having even the thought that they would be institutional knowledge and and true leadership. We're talking with Cash Patel, great American uh, advisor to President Trump. Uh, as I said, an amazing fellow. And we're going to take up next the enemy, the Marxist and all who work with him. And let me tell you, it, that's a big, big number. We're coming right back. Stay with us. Lou Dobbs here. I'm delighted to let you all know that the program Lou Dobbs Tonight has returned to the air. That's right. Lou Dobbs Tonight is back. We're live each and every weeknight at 7 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Central on rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. That's rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. I hope you'll be joining us for Lou Dobbs Tonight as our fight to save this country has only begun. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. 
We're back now with Cash Patel. And Cash, I, I know you're uh, on the streets right now, uh, flying cross-country, doing everything you can for the president's campaign. Uh, and at the same time, we have idiots uh, in the Republican Party, uh, like uh, James Lankford, a boy genius, minister to the world, uh, among other things, who is so absolutely limited in his IQ that he has no idea that he is both a fool and a tool of Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer. And he's out spewing utter bizarre nonsense uh, talking about the border bill. Uh, and he has the temerity to suggest that there is anything in it that is positive. It is an absolute disaster. And the ignorant Republicans in the Senate are pushing it. And to his great credit, for the first time, Mike Johnson stands up and says the bill is dead in the House. Your thoughts? I was so happy to hear the speaker say that. And that just shows you that we have, through great problems like your programs like yours, influenced the MAGA America First movement to stand up and be heard. Now, the Senate, it's going to take a little more time, but you do have great senators like Mike Lee pounding down the door, um, standing up for uh, this, this standing against this bill. And here's the one singular point I'd like to make to your audience. The, the entire Marine Corps budget for all of 2023, the U.S. Marine Corps, was 53 mm -hmm. billion. They, in this one single pen stroke in the Senate, wanted to give Ukraine 60 billion, 60 billion in one pen stroke. So wow. they care more about the Ukraine than they do about the United States men and women who put on our uniform and defend us overseas. That I got a problem with. Yeah, well, I've got a problem with the whole thing because it's a it is a, a Langford McConnell. They're phony. They're bought and paid for. Uh, the turtle is an ignorant oaf uh, sitting out there blathering away, uh, saying he'll do exactly what he's told because he is so compromised that he has no volition in anything that is happening in that Senate. Why in the world? Why can't the Republicans in the Senate get a new leader and get rid of this this pathetic uh, excuse for a leader? It's going to take a break from, I think, one of the most corrupt partnerships in Washington, D.C., the defense industrial complex and all the politicians, not all, most of the politicians on Capitol Hill. Now, as the former chief of staff at DOD, I'm, t I'm telling you, the DOD and defense industrial complex is amazing work. But I'm also telling you the reason that everyone's cheering on, let's go to war right now. Let's print Ukraine bonds. Let's send them money. Let's launch missiles. Let's send our men and women to die is because when they print money, the economy gets bloated. It floats up. And more importantly, the defense industrial complex makes a fortune from our taxpayer dollars on boondoggles like this bill. So I'm glad it's dead on arrival at the House. But that breaking up that cabal, Lou, is going to take some serious lifting in Washington. And I think Donald Trump's going to have to lead the charge. Well, I think he he's absolutely has to. Uh, and because we know that Joe Biden is bought and paid for. I mean, there's nothing they want that they can't get the military industrial complex, Wall Street, uh, you name it, because they own this guy. Uh, there's always a bidding war, I have to assume, uh, between the People's Republic of China or the CCP uh, and Wall Street and uh, the military industrial complex here, uh, the business roundtable, the Chamber of Commerce. I 
I'd like to be in in those negotiations to see whose view prevails in the interest of whom, because it's never the U.S. interest. It is never the interest of the American people. And it is disgusting to watch. And and then I look at this this election and we're we're 10 months away now. Yeah. What are we doing here? And I don't hear anybody talking street strategy other than you uh, in the Republican Party. Ronald McDaniel doesn't even know there's an election, as best I can tell. The RNC is filled with fatuous tools who have to be. I, that place needs an exorcism. It, it, it's 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 a, a decades long degradation of the responsibility to the American people, just like what's happening in Washington, D.C. When you create this swamp monster behemoth and you use it to enrich people that um, don't really care about putting America first and you do it year in year over and over again, man, breaking up that cabal is hard. But I think we're close. I think, like you said, President Trump just said in an interview, you know, maybe it's time for new leadership. You know, that's that's a step in the right direction. And it's going to take you know, a, a, someone like a President Trump to <clears throat> to even get people to pay attention to the corruption, mm -hmm. fiscal corruption going on over there. And and people are talking about, oh, you know, remember, the House and the Senate are on on the on the ballot in November, too. If we don't win those for President Trump, we're going to hamstring him with a Congress that's run by radical left wing Democrats. And so we got to get our candidates out there. And that's what the Republican National Committee is supposed to be doing. And I don't see too much of it. I see President Trump out there campaigning for him, but not 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 the RNC. Uh, two things happen in quick order. One, uh, John Barrasso of Wyoming, the U.S. Senator, part of leadership, is now America first. A an amazing transformation. And I am thrilled because I actually, personally, I think he's a very decent fella. Uh, politically, I think he's screwed up and under the influence of the wrong people. Uh, but mm -hmm. it looks like he's breaking away. Mike Lee is a man you would not recognize from the rhetoric and what he is saying right now and the stands he's taking with Mike Lee of uh, 20 four months ago. Uh, there is movement. And I really want to yeah. compliment Mike Lee because he really has stood up on this border. Fantastic. Uh, all the way. Uh, so uh, where do we go from here? I mean, we've got a Senate that wants an establishment. Uh, they want a center left uh, Senate and our Republicans do uh, a center left Senate. And we've got to have a center right uh, uh, Senate. No doubt about it. No, you're absolutely right. And that's why these Senate races, I remind people out here in Nevada, next door in Arizona, up there in Michigan, over in Montana, out in Pennsylvania, Ohio, all of these are places where we get we the Republican America first movement can pick up some serious patriotic warriors who are going to go to Washington and do what the Mike Lees and Barrasso's of the world are doing right now. And we need more of that in the Senate and the House. So I'm campaigning for some of these folks and I'll help anyone out there that is going to advance the agenda you have just outlined. We need to break up the swamp. We need new leadership across the board in all these institutions. And we got to end the corrupt activities that continue to allow bills like this to even exist. Why isn't there a separate border bill? Why didn't the Senate put forward one border bill to secure just the border? And then we could talk about the rest. Thanks, everybody, for being with us here today. Our guest tomorrow on The Great America Show will be former Navy SEAL Rob O'Neill and conservative attorney Kurt Olson. And please join us for Lou Dobbs tonight, each and every weeknight on Rumble, Twitter, and Frank Speech, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. Follow me on Twitter and Truth Social at Lou Dobbs. And thank you, everybody. God bless you, and may God bless America.